I'm Mike Hayes on Lacrosse Talk on WIZM. I learned something. Thank you very much to uh, Mayor Mitch Reynolds for helping. <laughs> I did not know that if you met one with one city council person, that that qualifies as a walking quorum, and that's illegal. Yeah, you know. And good morning, Mike. Uh, it is. It depends on how many you meet with. You know, I mean, oh, if you oh, yeah, just suppose. meet with one, that's one thing. But if you meet with, uh, you know, if you meet Six, with a majority of the city council, bunch, yeah, if yeah. you work up a majority with meeting one at a time, then, yeah, then that's then, the walking club. Sure, sure. And I, I get it. Uh, you pick and choose or talk to those that are the most influential and uh, and try and get them to talk to, because uh, city council members can talk amongst themselves legally, can't they? Yeah, and again, we're just talking about when whenever when it relates to specific legislation. Sure, sure. You know, if you if you if you if you if everyone gets gets together and everybody happens to be in a bar and you're talking about the Packers, that's just that's just hanging out. Sure. <laughs> well, let's yeah. let's talk. So, out of sixty-seven and a half million, after you yeah. uh, take off the must-spend monies, how much is left for finagling uh, uh, my really good program or your really good program or some of both? Well, how much is left? Well, the, the really good programs are, are what's in the budget. All the things that weren't really good programs didn't really make it in. Uh, so so every- it is, uh, and, and we, you know, there's about $7 million there for debt service. So the rest of the other $60 million or so is for largely salaries and wages. I mean, the vast majority of what we spend is for services within the city of La Crosse, which means, you know, people and uh, people that are taking care of roads and parks and libraries and police and firefighters and all that. And, uh, and uh, homeless individuals. Uh, most of my listeners think that, the city of La Crosse does too much for uh, for the homeless, which is why homeless people come here from miles around, apparently, uh, uh, to get a get a, a a a key to a room in a hotel for the winter. Yeah. Uh, so, for instance, the homeless services coordinator that uh, I uh, the position that I created when I came to office that is funded through uh, HUD dollars. So that's not. That's not in the local, it's not in our uh, city budget. I mean, it is, but it's not funded through our property taxpayers. I mean, it's funded through the federal government, which is still tax dollars. Sure. And then, of course, what we did with uh, housing the individuals that, uh, this enormous uh, number of individuals um, that we are homeless within our community, that is the ARPA dollars that we receive from the federal government. And and that's where the federal government money will go uh, to uh, help deal with the homeless uh, situation is there more ARPA money that might go somewhere else, or is it all? These- oh yeah! Oh, oh oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah. There's there's a there's a pile of money there. Yeah, we'll be working with the with Lacrosse County on a much more longer term solution. There's a lot of different things sure. we'll be doing to to mitigate homelessness within the community. A lot of it's just you know we have a shortage of housing in in Lacrosse and the surrounding region, and if we can create this is kind of a market solution to all of this. You create more of a supply of housing. You decrease the the pressures, the demand pressures that, uh, for instance, the college students put on our market. And if we do that, then we can have more housing availability. I think we're we're I can't remember what our vacancy rate is right now, but it's incredibly high, and uh, or I mean, well, incredibly low, I guess. So we need to increase that so we have more openings for individuals, and and also at the same time, again, with that market solution decrease rental costs and where there you go so some of that arpa money might go toward uh, decreasing the rent so and my guess is that a homeless person uh probably also doesn't have a job or a very uh, very much of a job to afford whatever rent is left to pay yeah and again what i was talking about was utilizing arpa dollars to just basically increase the the amount of housing increase development 
bridging that gap between the, the cost for developers and what they need to get back for an ROI. Uh, so, but in terms of rent, yeah, you're right. It's difficult. A lot of um, a lot of individuals don't have jobs. Some of them do. I mean, I have people that got moved out of Hooska Park yesterday that are living in the Econo Lodge now, um, and uh, they do have jobs. That's great. So but, it, but, it depends on who it depends on who it is and where they're at in their life, and sure. what kind of struggles they're dealing with, the mental uh, uh, mental issues and, and addiction, and all the other things that go along with the people that somehow wind up on the street. Right. Well, and uh, we've talked about it a number of times. There are plenty of people listening right now that are one paycheck away from being homeless, uh, that are perfectly oh, yeah. wonderful individuals uh, with a family and and kids and, uh, and a job until they don't have a job. And now I don't have a place to live. And and that's too bad. What the, the number of people I hear all the time, the simple answer would be, uh, you know, get those homeless to work, get them a job, shoveling sidewalks for the city or doing something, uh, because most of those homeless people are just lazy. Uh, any idea what the percentage of homeless people who prefer to be homeless and just leave me alone? I'm happy over here in my tent. Well, uh, yeah, that's a tough hard one. to address that. In right. A couple small sound bites, Mike. Um, there's so much there. Uh, you know, we, there are people that deal with uh, unsheltered people in our in our community all the time, and they could probably have a better understanding of the percentage of people that are just our resistance to help regardless. Uh, but again, the folks that we're dealing with, uh, especially the folks that have faced extremely high barriers of with mental health and addiction and uh, just basic health issues, as well as any number of different things escaping from an abusive relationship there's a number of people like that there's a number of people that live on the streets because they just i, I don't for many different reasons yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons there uh and oftentimes they you know they struggle to hold a job at all so right. i think that it's a very comprehensive there's a, there's a significant and issue, and it takes a comprehensive approach to sure. make sure that we're dealing with all of them kim cable said much the same thing kim from uh, cooley cap i'm sure you're best friends with her oh, yeah. these days uh, as she said much the same thing it is it's so complicated because the issue is not just one or two or three things if we could fix this the problem would be over uh, and we right. focused on homeless but uh, the, the the must spend money salaries and so forth the homeless money that is ARPA money uh, what else is in the budget that I don't want to have to call you about and say hey I see here on page four paragraph three way down at the bottom in tiny little print it says, and then, and then, what else is in that budget? Yeah, nothing significantly new. I mean, there's a couple of things that uh, I brought forward that uh, I initially were withdrawn, and then we added them back in when the city council opted to uh, opt out of the expenditure restraint program. One of them is the public information officer, which is somebody that will then increase our levels of communication with the public on any number of different things, as well as be as our, our crisis communication individual. And then the other thing is uh, equity and inclusion fund, which will help us address some of these non-specific uh, issues that we're that we deal with in relation to equity and access for those of you know for for um, racial whether it be racial inequity or access for those with that are dealing with disabilities. We just don't you know some things are non-specific, and we need to have a placeholder in the budget to. Uh, fund very small things, and it's sure. not—it's not a tremendous amount of money, but it's something for us to 
make sure that we're addressing things when they come up. All right. One more quick question. I want to go back to something you mentioned, uh, public information officer. Are you putting someone in between you and the media so that you don't have to people, or you don't have to talk to people like me when you don't want to just talk to my uh, uh, PIO? This is great. And I, I really uh, appreciate all the time we spent together, Mike. So, uh, <laughs> no, and now no, we're done. That's not, that's now I got a guy. He talked to that, that person. Somebody and we're that's done. basically the program manager for information from City Hall. Uh, so that would be just making sure we have cohesive messaging and making sure that our websites are providing enough information for the public. Making certain that we are when we do message through um, whether it be me or the fire department, whoever the parks department, that that message is is something that everybody can understand and that it's that it's that we can easily grasp the information sometimes we just we put out stuff and and folks just don't know what the heck we're talking about right. you know well but it's, if, it's uh, it, it can be complicated stuff and we just we want to make it sure we're sure that we're engaging the public more and that they know what we're doing sure and that they, we know we're, we're also being much more transparent to the public as well and that's that's going to be the role of this individual. All right. So, but if I still, if I want to talk to the mayor or if I want to talk to Ken Gilliam, can I call them or do I have to go through this other person first? You know what? This job has not been created yet, so yeah, okay. I don't know uh, exactly how we're going to do All that. Right. But, you know, you're still going to talk to the mayor. You're still going to talk to the fire chief or the police chief or yep, the yep. planning director, whoever you want to talk to. All right. Well, that's the important part. Because uh, everybody knows the guy at the top is the guy who really knows what's going on. Mitch Reynolds, Mayor Mitch Reynolds, thank you very much uh, for talking with me this morning. I appreciate it. And and I hope someday, even after that PIO is put in place, we still get a chance to talk. Because uh, I really enjoy uh, talking with you. That's all there is to it. All right. Uh, went long, but you knew that I was going to go long, 